0: We've got a guest hanging out with us. Miss funny Willis is in the building. And we're going to have a great conversation. And for that very reason, our phone lines are open right now. But you got a call. 404-872-0750. You are now tuned in to Word on the Street on 95.5 WS.
1: B. Scotty B, it would be so unlike me not to laugh at you. Whatever. So the excuse I'm going to give you is Whatever. we've been talking about Representative John Lewis, Get out and my you business. got listen. so
0: <laughs> listen, <laughs> you okay. got
1: so excited that we have on the line with us right now. She's poised to become the first woman DA in Fulton County. You got excited about that, so I'm going to excuse you for attaching excuse John's you. last name to Fonnie, but she's here with us. Yes, you Willis, welcome to Word on the Street.
2: Girl, thank you for getting them straight. (laughs) (laughs) Honey,
1: you're in office and that's what you're about to do. So it is straight up black girl magic about to happen. First first off, y'all, what do we got to give her? We got to give her a hand clap. Oh, yes, 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 yes.
0: Thank you. DA Willis for coming on. We appreciate you very much. We we've been trying for so long, yeah. so we are gl- glad she to get. She dissed
1: Basically, she dissed us the whole campaign. The whole campaign. Yeah, whole she campaign. did. It's okay. I understand. But it was a good her. It was a good strategy, it though. It <laughs> right. I can't go. I can't go on a
0: conservative station, even if it's a black show. Right. But I'll wait till after I win. She's talking about hashtag
1: Black Lives Matter. My father's a Black Panther, but I can't go on the black show. But she's here. Congratulations. And happy
0: to be here. Thank you for co- coming on. First question I have for you, uh, Fulton, upcoming Fulton County um, elect uh, DA uh, Fonnie Willis, is will you continue the Rolf prosecution um, in, in January if it's still an open case?
2: Um, the reality is I'm not sure that that office is going to be allowed to keep the Rolf case. Um, and so if, you'll ask, if you're asking me will I still continue the prosecution in January, in meaning, am I going to look at what the GBI has done? Am I going to review what the office has done, um, and then in fact, have my own staff because I do plan to bring that unit in particular new people in do their own investigation and make a determination. The answer is absolutely yes, but I think that before we even get there i 'm not sure that between now and January first that that office will not be that case will not be removed from the office. Um, and, you know, we can discuss it. I don't know if you all were listening to other black radio where he was using that case as an advertisement. Right. Um, he also put that up on television. Um, we all saw the show that was called a press conference where that case was discussed. There are some very, very basic bar rules that prohibit a prosecutor in particular from being able to do that. And so I'm very, very concerned that that case would not be able to stay in this jurisdiction.
0: So, saying what you said, the next question is, would you seek to prosecute D.A. Howard as a private citizen if you find evidence of either legal or financial
2: malfeasance? Um, What I would do is pass that information on to the AG's office or to the United States Attorney. I would have a conflict, and so it would not be my office per se that would prosecute the case. But... Um, One thing I'm going to ask for on day one when I go in that office is a, um, and actually I'm going to do it even before I take office. I would like a financial audit of the office, um, just a thorough financial audit. If I found things in that office that were criminal, I would definitely pass them on.
1: Mm -hmm. We are talking to Fonnie Willis, who beat out longtime Fulton County District Attorney Paul Howard, who had been in office since 1997. Fonnie, your daughter was excited about that. What did it feel like? What does it mean to you and your family and your loved ones to make the history that you're making as the first female D.A. Fulton County?
2: I mean, I think it's wonderful because it gives an example to other women that there is just nothing that we cannot do. Um, it's not lost on anyone that I'm also African-American. And so your whole life in different sectors, you're told maybe you can't be something. And I think I'm another example that we can do anything we put our mind to. Uh, but honestly, I didn't run for this position because I was a woman or because I was a black woman. I was extremely concerned about the safety of my own family (laughs) Um, and the family of a lot of friends and just the family of my neighbors. And when I say my neighbors, I mean, anyone who lives in this County, things were going awry. I kind of felt like the community at large was basically ignorant to how much danger they were in, um, and it was really concerning me. And so somebody needed to take the mantle and I was the best person for the job.
1: Absolutely. Uh, uh, Howard uh, HBCU, Howard University graduate, also with your roots here, going to Emory University to uh, get your other degree. I wonder uh, in in the case of Richard Brooks, we saw what uh, what, what D.A. Paul Howard did, which which seems Shelley Winter, you seem to think it was. Uh, unprecedented at that moment when he came forward and uh, with... When had a press conference and had the
0: the family's attorney on the stage with
1: him. Yeah, so when you look at... I I personally think, I know that you're qualified for you won because of your qualifications, but I still think there was just no way I don't know how voters would have put D.A. Paul Howard in there and the way you ran your campaign, you just ran it on facts. Just really facts about him and you seem so sincere. When you look at we talk about the Wendy's and you look at the situation that's going on in regards to Black Lives Matter. But let's go to the police officers. Uh, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms once said something that uh, she alluded to the fact that D.A. Howard had a lot of cases with maybe <laughs> potential police, I don't know, brutality or, or things that need to be looked at. Uh, she alluded to the fact that they're stacked up on the desk. How do, how do you transition into that and what are your plans?
2: Um, the reality is, in, not just in that unit, but in particular, that's the unit you're asking me for, I'm inheriting a mess. Um, one way you know that he was pandering with that particular case is that in what they call the public integrity unit, what I, I will probably rename the corruption unit, that there are over 125 cases. Wow. Forty-three of them specifically go to this issue of police brutality. 17 are from Atlanta, which is what the mayor quoted, was that there are these 17 other cases. But you have to remember, Atlanta is only one city. We serve 15 cities. And when you take police incidences in all of those cities and the fact that you have a DA that really hasn't touched those cases in years, you know, you have cases going back to 2016 where you had families that uh, somebody is either not with us or they believe has been victimized in some way. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have police officers that are kind of sitting with their hands tied and us as the taxpayers paying their salaries because no decision has been made. It just really has put us in a horrible position. The reality is he was trying to run on this slate of being the person that prosecuted a lot of police officers. The reality you and I know is that I will likely prosecute, and clear more police officers than he ever did Mm -hmm. because we're going to do the work of the people and it is unfair to the officers and it's unfair to this community and it's unfair to the families of people that may have been harmed wrongfully by police for those cases to sit year after year after year and that is what he has done the decisions I'm going to make they're not going to be popular somebody's going to not like them maybe it'll be the police maybe it'll be the family but we're just going to make decisions based on the facts and the evidence And if an officer should be cleared because they follow protocol and it doesn't look pretty, but kind of it is what it is, and he did what was right according to the rules, then I'm going to clear him." On the other hand, should a police officer have hurt somebody in this community and they did things the wrong way, we're going to ask for an indictment from a grand jury. And I'm just not going to kind of look to the left or the right. I'm just going to follow the evidence.
0: Speaking of which, you mentioned in an article recently after you won the race, or well, not won the race, after you actually obliterated your opponent, <laughs> right. you mentioned hiring <laughs> lawyers uh, with both conservative and liberal point of views. Can you explain how, to, how that relates to prosecution?
2: And actually what I was talking about is I plan to very, very soon release a list of um, what I'm going to call an integrity transition team. And what is that is going to be is to form the policies. And so you know, because you've followed me on the campaign trail and you've been very kind during it, that I have a lot of ideas about things that I want to do and things that I want to bring to fruition. But when you talk to people, you learn all types of things, and it's going to be very important that I have different races, different cultures, and different points of view sitting at the table so that we can discuss What are the best ways to bring justice to the community? I'll tell you a really important experience I had yesterday. I was meeting with the Korean media. And one thing that they asked me about was the fact that um, they have a lot of businesses, usually in kind of some of the more impoverished neighborhoods. And let's be honest, in some of these African-American neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and somewhere crime is just off the charts. And they want to know as a community, am I going to protect them? Well, of course, the answer to that is yes. But the other thing they wanted to know is that, you know, if there's a witness in there and the witness may not be from the United States or maybe having some kind of issues with uh, their visa or something of that nature, that there is a visa you can get for somebody if they're, you know, in the middle of being a witness to a crime. And what was my position on that? And my position is absolutely if somebody is shot, killed, murdered in what they mentioned with the beauty supply stores that they have there, and there's a witness there, and their visa's about to expire, as the DA, I'm going to want them to be a witness because we have got to get those people removed from our society. And so that is something that I would support. But I would not even have that information if I was not willing to go talk to that community and understand that that's a concern. Now, common sense, I live in the black neighborhood. I know that they have a lot of businesses there, but I did not realize that that is a real concern for them, that they are worried about their safety, just like all of us, and they want to know that when they come to us. be witnesses, that we will be there to support and encourage and support them. On- um, and so I've, I've got to have all different kinds of people at the table telling me the things that impact them.
0: On this integrity unit, is it going to be all lawyers? Because Melani Kai and I would like to sign up for that if, if it's possible. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. <laughs> well, it, it- Lawyers uh, in the uh, well, there two, let me say two different things. I am going to have a team that's going to be called the Integrity Transition Team. That will not be all lawyers. That will be lawyers, and there will be um, uh, probably some former judges, and there are going to be some.
1: Oh no, no! no. The best interview we've ever had. I, I know, funny. If you're corporate. listening to us That's right me. now, corporate did that. Corporate yeah. did that. <laughs> Rich, I corporate. had another. Please call him back, Scotty. Please, it. It. please call funny, uh, funny Lewis, Lewis back, back. please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking to. A uh, <laughs> it wasn't even. A, she didn't even beat D. A. Paul Howard. She whipped him. Whipped him. Like she, you know, she annihilated him. Basically, you know what's interesting.
0: He totally ran that runoff, like she said, as this pro black community, pro black yeah. lives matter, yeah. pro right. She totally he totally ran a runoff race in that capacity. But then he got murdered. You know He got he got killed. He got crushed. He it, right? But the thing is about him being crushed, it said a lot about What people, regular people in the community feel about defund the police and so forth. But we have her back. So we have
1: you back. We only have about a minute and a half. So thank you. We really appreciate you coming on the show because I was very disappointed. Shelly's like, I'm going to reach out. She would say, No. I was like, Oh my gosh. Did you tell her there's a black girl on the show, too? Did you tell her (laughs) Black Lives Matter? That's (laughs) (laughs) that's
2: where you messed up. You did not tell me there was a sister here. Oh, Oh, that's where I messed up. Oh,
1: that's my bad. So funny. I didn't (laughs) didn't think think it mattered.
2: (laughs) It does. I didn't think it mattered
1: Always in cases matter. he did the air quotes funny. So before we let you go, we really appreciate you being on. Uh tell us, do you do you think that uh being attractive helped you win this. Because oh, oh we saw your little pretty posters all over Atlanta just, just stuck there. We didn't see a whole lot. We just saw your little pretty Fonny Willis posters all over Atlanta that, and people I believe some people just like, she's cute. I'm voting for her. Uh, I, I,
0: before you answer <laughs> you that. Know what? My you,
2: worst demographic in the polls was black men and that was really hurting my feelings. Really? So I'm not sure it did. <laughs> oh, really? So black, you
0: know, that's interesting. Could you say, no, all joking aside, black men, you polled a lowest
2: with black men? Wow. Who did you pull the, the lowest highest? lowest with black men is what I poll with. Fake news. Uh, I finally, when we got very close to the end, broke even with him, um, and I wanted to just dance around the office because <laughs> that was always my worst demographic. What was your best demographic? Oh, uh, Women. White and black women, period. Yeah, I think women. But, uh, I did well with black women and white women. Uh, women, women, and to the point, my uh, uh, strategist was like, "Why do you care? Black women are forty percent of the vote. There you go. And white women are twenty one percent. Ignore the men. Go ahead, uh, DJ. Not ignoring on the now. men right now. Yeah, hold on. No, and I think with the men, honestly,
1: I think it is. It was a. Uh, it's a power thing. It's like uh, a. That's what I think, Shelly Winter. Don't fight me on this yet, because we got to go to break. Okay. So we have to. vote. <laughs> Let, talk let about Ms. it.
0: Willis, let D. A. Willis make the last word.
1: Yes.
2: Her last yeah, year. no. So, um, no. That was just my hardest demographic. Um, so I'm not sure it helped, but I do think that black men came around because I couldn't have done what I did without them.
1: Yeah, because you was cute, girl, in those little, That's and why, those little and, things. And now you
0: see why I didn't <laughs> tell you that I had a, a sister with us, my co-host, because I knew she was gonna try and hit on you. Bro, but thank up, you, D. A. Willis, <laughs> for coming on.
1: <laughs> we don't do that in the K. J. V. We love you. God bless
0: you, and keep up the great work.
1: All right.